And now, an I Don't Want to Hear It special presentation. Gooly, gooly, goo, where are you? Gotta help me find my skulls now. Gooly, gooly, goo, I need you help me find my skulls now. It was the night before Halloween, and after a long day of driving around New Jersey hoping to be noticed, Jerry Only was finally home. He parked his car, the Crimson Camaro, in the street like an asshole, as he always did, and retrieved a bag from the passenger seat. Inside was his favorite dinner, a meatball sub. I can't wait to eat this unnaturally hot sandwich and watch The Sopranos until I fall asleep with sauce in my chest hair. What a day. You ever had a day like today's sandwich? I mean, here I am, driving the Crimson Camaro all over Bergen County, and not a single person recognizes me. I mean, I have my hair in a devil lock and everything. You better believe that made my depth perception while driving very poor. I definitely killed a couple of dogs. Suddenly, Jerry heard the unmistakable sound of shattering glass, and it sounded like it was coming from his apartment. I better go investigate that suspicious noise, because that sounded like a burglar breaking into my apartment. And even though most people know me as the sole and constant member of the greatest band of all time, most of them don't know that I also solve mysteries. Come on, Sandwich, let's go surprise a man with nothing to lose and get ourselves shot in the doorway of my apartment. Jerry cautiously approached the building and attempted to quietly open the lobby door, but he realized that he had left his keys at the deli and had to buzz the super to come down and let him in. After being shrieked at in Lithuanian for five straight minutes, Jerry arrived at the door of his apartment. All right, Sandwich. I'm going to kick the door in on eight. One, thirty, eight. All right, who's in here over here? Jerry saw a dark figure jump out the broken window of his apartment with something tucked under his arms. Is that you, Jersey Devil? But the mysterious burglar was gone. Governor Christie? Are you in my house? Oh, my own. I think I've been robbed. What do you think, Sandwich? I think you're right, Jerry. <laughs> Okay, it's getting weird now. Jerry turned on the lights in his apartment, which he rarely did because then he would see the gray hairs in his devil lock and began to assess the damage. Oh, Fenabla, he got mama only sauce recipe. What kind of disgraziad would steal that? And I thought it was safe behind a frame of rigatoni. Oh, he also got the many, many fiend club bobbleheads and Pez dispensers that nobody, nobody would ever, ever buy. Oh, man. He got all of Glenn's skulls. He ain't not gonna be a real goddamn son of a bitch about this. I should have put him in the safe with my autographed Emerald Lagasse lasagna cutter. Even though this was shaping up to be the worst Halloween ever, Jerry knew that he only had one hope to recover his valuables. He had to act fast. Well, Sandwich, this looks like a job for the Fiend Club Junior Vampire Wolfman Mummy and Frankenstein Detective Agency. I'm going to call Doyle, Glenn, and Hentry and get them over here right away. I can help too. I think I've been alone in this apartment with Glenn's skulls for too long. Eat me so I can be a part of you forever. <laughs> okay. Well, now that I got everybody here, Glenn. Yo! Yeah. Doyle. Roro. And you, Hendry. Jerry. 
This experience will leave scars. But scar tissue is stronger than regular tissue. So feel that strength and rise above. Always with the philosophy, this guy. Now that we're all here, let's see if we can figure out who ripped me off. Start at the beginning so we can find this guy and annihilate who he thinks he is and lay bare the bloody stump of his meaningless existence. Well, I was just coming home from getting a sandwich. Help! I'm in the trash can! He didn't even eat me! What? What's that? Nothing. So I hear glass break and I think to myself, that sounds like it was coming from my apartment. Oh. So I tried to come inside the building, but I lost my keys and- Every second you spend on this meaningless historical drivel keeps us from a nuclear detonation of righteous fists. So when I come in, I see this guy and he had a bunch of stuff under his arms. He must have broken the window to get in and then he jumped out when he saw me. Let's examine the crime scene. Hey, there's something on the broken window. Life is just a broken window. And outside that window, beautiful, searing loneliness. Looks like it's a piece of leather. Shiraz! Leather, huh? Now who do we know who likes to wear leather? Really? That's right, Doyle. Davy Havoc. I bet it was him. He's like obsessed with me or something. How about this over here? It's not on this robe! It's a trail of black rose petals. Now who do we know who probably had those in his pocket? Ranny? I bet you're right, Doyle. Danny Filt, that little digestive biscuit, he's the burglar. But wait, all right, I see a wrench. <laughs> well, look at what it says on the handle. UA Local 295 Brighton Beach. Now who do we know that likes our band and plays with pipes in Brooklyn? Really? I think you're right, Doyle. Petey Steele. Remember when we was gonna have him sing in the band, and then we hired Mr. American Gladiator Michael Graves? I bet he's still very upset about it. Jerry, Pete's dead. And it's sad when someone you know becomes someone you knew. Well, gang, it looks like we got our work cut out for us this time. We're gonna have to pay a visit to each one of these suspects and see who the real culprit is. Really? Let's go? Run, run, run! No way, Sandwich. You're staying here. The gang drove all night in the Crimson Camaro until they arrived in the San Francisco Bay. They conveniently ignored the tent cities and the junkies flopping in the filth-covered streets like dying fish and went straight to the Blood Club, Davy Havoc's nightclub. This place looks kinda... licky. Look over there! Mod on, Doyle. Cover your eyes. It looks like a couple of leather jackets trying to wear each other. This ain't no place for decent, upstanding, undead musicians like us. This place reeks of conformity. There's no beating heart in here, or I'd rip it out. Well, let's find Davy. We should have brought some broccoli to entice him out of his coffin. Never mind, there he is. Oh wow, I'm so glad you stopped by. You're just in time. Tonight, we're testing out the blood sprinklers. Blood sprinklers? Yeah, like in the movie Blade, but like much, much more environmentally friendly. Our blood is actually vegan, 
because it's a proprietary farm-to-table blend of beet and carrot juices diluted with a special cocktail of ginseng and plant-based nutrients, so it's actually quite healthy and tasty. I like it as an evening snack. Yeah, I always forget how much you love plants. Like the people or something. Plants ain't people, Davey. Well, like I always say, if you're not eating green, you're just being mean. This bores me. Listen, Davey, before you turn on the beet juice or whatever, we need to ask you a few questions. See, there was a robbery at my apartment last night. Oh, no! And a few of my valuables were taken. A recipe, couple of Pez. Skulls. Glenn's skulls. And we found this piece of leather at the scene. And you think I had something to do with it because... You're always wearing those Catwoman outfits. I mean, remember when you came to Thanksgiving last year? My poor mother, she thought she was Edward Scissorhands, but if he'd lost his hands, which is much sadder. Jerry, I thought you knew me a little better than that. I don't wear leather. I'm a vegan! Wait, so those cat suits you're always wearing? Faux leather, Jerry. Faux... For what? For leather? Faux, Jerry! Faux! Fake! Well, you could just say that. Last time I checked, we wasn't in France, God forbid. Faux leather is actually very interesting. It's made from strips of fruit bark that are tanned to resemble the consistency of leather. That's a lot of words about something I don't think God wants me to understand. If I stopped eating meat, my mother would shoot me in the face on Christmas Eve in front of my whole family, and I would thank her. Being vegan is actually not as difficult as you might think. Did you know that 90% of dairy- I- I did not. Listen, before we go, can we get some drinks? Well, we don't serve any alcohol here. It's a straight-edge bar, and you can get some fresh juice or water. Why do you have all these things that are like the things that I like, but really they're like the exact opposite of what I really like? Guys, let's get out of here before we get juiced. You want to impress me, brother? Try eating a bowl of rice, drinking a glass of water, then pushing a car uphill with your forehead while reciting Proust. Then puke blood onto something beautiful. Come on, Hendry! The gang left Davy Havoc's nightclub understandably annoyed and with a hankering for cold cuts, but the hope that their next stop would bring about a conclusion to the case lifted their spirits. So after stopping at Jersey Mike's for sandwiches, where Henry punched one of the employees because they didn't serve brown rice and boiled chicken, they headed to the airport to board the waiting Crimson Copter, which would take them across the ocean into the Carpathian Mountains to Danny Filth's haunted castle. Man, this place is spooky. Danny! Oh, Danny boy! We came all this way, and you don't even know if he's home? You troglodyte. I'll disassemble you, Jerry. I swear to God. Danny! Come on, man! Open up! It's Jerry and the gang! Greetings, weary travelers. What a positively ghastly night to be out. Have you seen the omens? The moon? It drips blood. <laughs> there are strange murmurings among the populace. The Count has been spotted in the forest. I'd take care after dark if I were you. Why are you talking like that, Danny? I'm just... We're writing a new record, and it's a four-hour concept album. A vampire babysitter gets a little too hungry one night, and I'm trying to stay in character, bruv. Never mind. I've just put the kettle on if you want to come in. If it's all the same to you, we don't really want to come inside your haunted castle. Really? Listen, Danny, we had a bit of a break-in at my place last night, and we was wondering if you might have known something about it. 
And why you think I'd know something about it? Well, because we found this trail of black rose petals near my broken window. And what? You thought I was just running around with old flower bits in my pockets? Black roses, yeah? Yeah, we, we know you got that whole sexy scary thing. What do you think? I'm 15. I got a crush on the girl in class with the Susie and the Banshee shirt. Maybe drop a line of rose petals and lead her to my locker. Fuck off, Jerry. You got a lot of nerve showing up here like this, wanker. Listen, Danny. A recipe, some pez... Fucking pez? Skulls! What I want with your skulls, Glenn. I got a whole bone room right here in the castle. And I wouldn't break into your house and steal your fucking pez, you punts. Now, get the fuck off my lawn before I call the hound. What hound? The hound of the Baskervilles, you illiterate shite. There was only one stop left on Jerry and the gang's itinerary, St. Charles Cemetery in Brooklyn, New York. There, surrounded by the remains of his track-suited ancestors, they would summon the ghost of Peter Steele and see what he knew. Well, I read the spell and I killed the cat. Let's hope this works. Does anyone else feel like this entire endeavor has been a complete and utter waste of time? Mommy! Can I go home and sleep tonight? Shh, you gotta be quiet or the magic won't work. I don't believe in magic, Jerry. Just matter, organic and flawed, that I can crush in my own hands. Hey, who dares disturb my eternal slumber over here? It worked! Hey, Pete, how you doing? Who's that over there? It's, it's Jerry, and the, and the gang's here. What, is he a dog now or something? Listen, Pete. Hey, you listen to me. You still owe me 20 bucks for those cannolis. I know you think I forgot, but I didn't. Pete, what are you gonna do with money? You're dead. Hey, go fuck yourself. I'm not dead. I'm incorporeal. You fucking jag off. Pete, you're dead. I I'm looking at a ghost right now. I'm looking at a ghost right now. What are you, like, 70? You look awful. Look, Pete, we rose you from the dead to ask if you had anything to do with the burglary at my apartment last night. Why would I break into that shitbox? Smells like cat piss and you ain't got no cats, Jerry. Well, we found the wrench at the scene of the crime. It seemed like it might have belonged to you. Oh, I get it. Mr. Community College thinks all Mr. Trade School can do is swing a wrench, huh? I worked for my father for six months. That's it. After that, I was a famous sexual vampire with a seven-foot-long penis. I don't need anything from anybody, especially you, Jerry. In fact, if I were you, which I'm not, I'd rather be dead, which I am, instead of being you, who I am not. Okay, Pete, thanks for hurting my feelings. I'm gonna go back to hell now, alright? Right, Pete. Whatever you say, dog man. Jerry, been a long night, and a fruitless one. It's time for a reckoning, a meeting of minds, and fists. Who's this, your fucking boyfriend? I thought she was leaving. Haha, <laughs> go fuck yourself. It seemed the case of Jerry's stolen property was destined to remain a mystery forever. Defeated, Jerry and the gang piled into the Crimson Camaro and headed home to New Jersey. After dropping off the gang, Jerry finally arrived home and fell asleep after a light meal of baked ziti, salami, garlic bread, and a couple of bags of zeppoli. So he would be sure to awaken several times in the night with searing acid reflux that would cause him to nearly asphyxiate on his own neck. As Jerry thrashed violently in bed, the ever-present scythe of sleep apnea suspended over his head, he did not dream 
or even have nightmares like you preferred. It had been quite a long day, and after all, tomorrow was Halloween. When Jerry awoke the next morning, he was in for a surprise. <sighs> well, I guess I better go start the sauce, because everybody knows having a pot of sauce at a constant rolling boil is like the Olympic torch to Italians. Hey, what are you guys doing here? Doyle, Glenn, Davy, Danny, the ghost of Pete. What is this? Some kind of surprise party? I don't like surprise parties. They're scary. And I usually like scary, but not when it's some sort of unknown variable that could affect me deeply on a personal level. Jerry, it's time we all got this out in the open. What do you mean? You want me to take off my undershirt and track pants? Never. Jerry, it's time to hang it up. Hang what up? I ain't hanging up one of those weird harness things so you can put on one of your Michelle Pfeiffer suits and dangle from it like a vegetable Batman. No, Jerry. The band. The Misfits. It's time to break up. Jerry couldn't believe his ears. Break up the band? He'd been its sole and constant member for the past 45 years. He'd given everything he had to the Misfits. How could he give up now? Jerry, we really feel like the band has run its course. Okay. I'm tired, I can't stop doing this voice, yeah! If it hurts Jerry, let go. Let go of those memories of glorious desperation. We're concerned that the band is affecting your judgment. And fuck you for dragging me to Transylvania. Do you all feel this way? Yes, we do. We're all here because we love you, Jerry. Speak for yourself, Dr. Frankenfurter. We want to help you make the best decision possible. Well, it ain't up to you, is it? It's up to me and the millions of fans out there. Millions, Jerry? Thousands. Really? Since Project 1950? Tens, fine! See, Jerry, the band's run its course with everyone but you. But... If I break up the Misfits, then what do I have left? Well, we thought you might say that, so I asked a few special friends to join us. Hi, Pop! Son? Yeah, it's me. But I don't think you've ever seen me without my corpse paint on. That's not true. Yeah, it is. Remember when you put it on me when I was just born and mom caved your face in with the EKG machine? Yeah, I do. That's your mother, all right. And mom's tired of sleeping in a coffin. It's just ridiculous, Dad. And it was really cavalier and irresponsible of you to paint an infant to look like half a skeleton. But I just wanted you to know that I still love you. It's just your band fucking sucks. I don't want to play guitar anymore. I want to dance. And I want my dad back. Fuck up that he is. So will you quit this band today? Son, it, it just ain't that easy. I'm going to go kick your fucking daylights out. Well, perhaps if you heard from another old friend. Hello, Jerry. Mrs. Vicious, is that you? Yes, it's me, Jerry. I'm down here in hell. Wow, it's been years since I seen you. Oh, it has, hasn't it? Not since the night I injected my son with a fatal dose of heroin. Oh, uh, I, I don't think that was really common knowledge, Mrs. Vicious. It's no matter, Jerry. I'm having such a lovely time in hell. The queen's down here, you know. That's great. But I wanted to let you know it's time to stop all this rubbish with your silly Halloween band. You're always such a good boy, Jerry. I hate to see you wasting your life on this pedestrian drivel. Well, it's not really that simple. Oh, but it is, Jerry. I should know because I murdered my own son, the worst musician to ever walk the planet. I'll be honest, I don't really see the correlation there. 
I'm sorry, Jerry, but I have to go now. The Queen is giving birth to another of Satan's children. Goodbye! I didn't really understand that one. Still not convinced? Well, we've got one more surprise. You're the guy that robbed my apartment! Well, Jerry, yes and no. What do you mean? He was the one that robbed your apartment, but well, we put him up to it. What do you mean times two? Jerry, we had to get your attention somehow. Alright, mystery man, reveal yourself. Is it... is it really you? That's right, buddy. It's me. It's old Joe. But for a long time, I've been known by another name. Taco Bell Joe. Joe, I mean, how long's it been? Oh, it's been a while, buddy. 45 years. A lifetime. Joe, I, I mean, I, I didn't mean the... You didn't mean the what? You didn't mean to move practice spaces without telling me? No, I, I... You didn't mean to sell all my guitar equipment so Glenn here could start up his goofy record label? I turned into a Martian! Plan 9 from Alice Mars! You didn't mean to break my heart? Joe, I, I ain't mad, Jerry. You're not? No, Jerry. Of course not. You're my cousin. You're my blood. And I could never turn against my own blood. Listen, Joe. This ain't about me, Jerry. This moment right here, it's about you. Moments like this never last. You got a point, Glenn. Yeah! I've been watching you, Jerry. These last 45 years, and it ain't been easy. Watching you take what we built and turn it into something... Something horrible. Joe. Jerry. I'm gonna say it again. This ain't about me. I'm trying to tell you something. I don't blame you. I understand why you did it. And for a long time, I was very proud of you. Thanks, Joe. But I can see now what it's done to you. Jerry, can't you see it too? All these years, it's just you up there on stage now. It doesn't matter who you bring up there with you. It's just you, and you're all by yourself. Jerry Lonely. That's right, buddy. And I can't stand to see Jerry looking so lonely. It's time to put it down, buddy. For your own good, it's time to end it. The misfits, they gotta break up. I know. I've always known. I was just... I was scared, Joe. I know, buddy, but I'm here now. Your cousin is here, and I ain't gonna let you be lonely no more. <sighs> I guess you're right. Thanks, Joe. Man, now that I say it out loud, it's like a huge weight off my shoulders. You're absolutely right. It's time to end the misfits. Forever. boy, buddy! Well, I think our work here is done. Robin. Seriously, I see some kind of animal now? That was fucking beautiful, man. Like a demolition, like nails leaving unfelt wounds. Like... Hey, you're freaking us out now! Can I go back to my castle? Well, Jerry, all's well that ends well. And I put back all the garbage that I stole out of your apartment. And I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling middle-aged musicians. Gee, thanks, Joe. So what are we gonna do first with all this free time? I got a great idea. Joe, go down to the crawl space. 
grab the spare guitar. Now that the misfits are out of the way, we can focus on my true and only real passion, Christian heavy metal. It's the return of Christ the Conqueror. Well, you can't win them all there. Happy Halloween, everybody, and I'm out of here! Jerry quit the band now. Gooly gooly goo, it's our trial. Jerry won't be lonely again now. Whoa!